On this day, Feast of St. Luke, Evangelist, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to Stein Luke, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. After this, the Lord appointed seventy-two others, whom he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. Into whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him, but if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter, and they welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick in it, and say to them, The kingdom of God is at hand for you. The Gospel of the Lord. St. Luke is the evangelist who, among many particular characteristics of his, liked to present to us a praying Jesus. A Jesus who took time to be at peace with his Father in heaven, with our Father. There are many moments where the evangelist tells us that Jesus went aside to pray, where he spoke about prayer, and of course where he taught us to pray because of a special request of his disciples. Lord, teach us how to pray. That's why I think it would be nice if on this day, on this feast, we focus on that. I think it can do us good, because ultimately what changes our heart, what makes the difference, is prayer. We can read the Bible from cover to cover a thousand times, but if we don't pray with it, we are left with only history, only data, only information. Those who pray with the Word of God are those who change or allow themselves to be changed, are those who are always attentive, who allow themselves to be found by the Word, rather than look for what it says. It's God who finds us with His Word, and for that we have to listen to it and pray with it, chew it. What if we ask ourselves a few questions? What were we taught as children about prayer? What did we receive? How are we living our relationship with God today, which is ultimately defined by the way we pray? Are we still thinking like children and praying like adults, or are we thinking like adults and praying like children? Surely we have been taught very good things and received good advice. Maybe we have been told, never go to bed without praying, or never go to sleep without at least praying something. Or maybe we have been taught by the example of our grandmother, our mother, our father. Each one can think about his 
or her own experience. But each one of us has to reflect on whether or not daily prayer is a necessity, regardless of what happens to us and how we do it. Do I need to talk and listen to Jesus every day? Do I need it or do I feel it is an obligation? When I don't pray, do I feel guilty because I didn't fulfill my duty or because I didn't really talk to the one who's always good for me to listen to? Listening to and meditating on glimpses of the gospel is a way of praying. It's the clearest way to know what God wants to tell us, through the words that remain the gospels, on the lips of Jesus, in his gestures and actions. That's why it's necessary to say to ourselves every day, Today I am going to pray with the gospel. Today, more than ever, with the gospel of Luke, with the Gospel of Luke on his day, on his feast. Luke wasn't a close disciple of Jesus, but he took it upon himself to collect and order all that Jesus has said and done, leaving it forever at our disposal, for our prayer. He didn't write a historical biography of Jesus, but he tells us some things loaded with faith to arouse our faith, to encourage our faith, to sustain our faith. Something we cannot forget when we pray, when we talk to the Father in heaven, taking into account what he says today, is to ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. If there is anything for which all Christians must pray, it is for God the Father to send more laborers to harvest what he sows day by day. Priests are as necessary as prayer. Without prayer there are no laborers. There are men who consecrate themselves, but no workers. What Jesus and the Church need are priests who work, who in spite of everything don't give up along the way, don't get bored in the comfort of this world that continually seeks to be comfortable. More saints are needed, who, until the end of their lives, with their work and prayer, give their lives for others. The prayer of all Christians is what moves the heart of God to turn common men into men dedicated to the mission of announcing. The kingdom of God is at hand for you. That's the mission of the priest. That's my mission, to work every day, obviously knowing how to rest, but in order to be able to work more, announcing that Jesus is near and among us, even if sometimes it doesn't seem so, even if sometimes we get discouraged and feel like giving up. Let's finish with some other questions. Do you pray for this intention from time to time? In your prayer group, do you pray for priests? Do you pray in your parish for this intention? Do you pray for the priest in your community, for your priest friend? If you are a mother or a father, do you dare to ask God the Father for your son to become a priest? Let us all pray today, not only for more priests, but also for more priests who work. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God 
the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.